0: things that were prophesied to come to pass. For these are the days that God has proclaimed, yea, my man shall stand up, yea, my man shall take his authority, and my man shall amount to what I've called him to Praise the Lord. Power, And it's not by might, but it's by my spirit, says the Lord. You trust me to use you, for I know how. I can do it if you will yield to me. Hallelujah. Yes, let a new song arise. Let a new song arise within your heart praises unto me, for I will inhabit those praises and I will dwell among you. Today, to love you, I'm here today to take care of you and meet every need. Reach out by faith and receive all that I have for you this morning. That you'll unveil truth to each ear, that no one under the sound of my voice shall leave here. Unchanged, that they shall receive the engrafted word of Almighty God that will change our thinking, renew our soulish realm, and we will walk and talk even as the Messiah. Father, we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. amen. Hallelujah. You be seated. Turn with me this morning to Mark, the 16th chapter. Mark, the 16th chapter. When you find Mark the 16th chapter, holla, holla amen. That sounded like about half of you. Praise God. Mark the 16th chapter and the 6th verse said, And he said unto them, Be not afraid, affrighted. Ye seek Jesus of Nazareth. The angel talking said, Which was crucified, he is risen he is risen he's not here See, behold the place where he was laid. 14 first afterward Jesus appeared unto the leaven. they had not yet elected Matthias now afterwards he's talking about after his resurrection after the resurrection when Jesus was raised from the dead it separated right then the old covenant and the new covenant it separated the law of commandments and what we call the 10 commandments and the life and nature of almighty god in your heart it separated that he said it's finished and on the cross and when he said it was finished he was talking about the law and its commandments he was the fulfillment of everything in the law. So afterward, 14th verse, he appeared in 11. As they set it meet and upbraided them uh, with their unbelief and hardness of heart. See, you don't have hardness of heart. You know, we sing a song, we're in the will of God, only in the will of God. You know how to get in the will of God? You get saved. The minute you're born again, you're in the will of Almighty God. Hallelujah. He upbraided them with their, because of their unbelief and their hardness of heart, because they believed not them which had seen him after he was risen. And he said unto them, Go ye into all the world and preach the good news, the gospel to every creature. And he that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, and he that believeth not shall be damned. And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name shall they cast out devil they shall speak with new tongues they'll take up serpents that means the devil that don't mean he'll take you up nowhere in the Bible does he ever say you be careful the devil will take you up nowhere does he ever say now the devil's gonna challenge you everything you do not when a man understands the finished work of the Lord Jesus Christ. They'll take up serpents, they'll drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands upon the sick, and they shall recover. Now, I want to talk to you this morning about Satan, the devil, the evil genie of this world, and his total defeat. His total defeat. When Jesus was raised from the dead, Satan was totally and completely defeated and stripped of all his power. He has no power where you are concerned. He has two weapons that he uses in this world, and he uses them so good that most Christians are defeated by them. They are ignorance. Of the Word of God and total deception deceiving people he has no power when Jesus is raised from the dead the first thing he said everybody all hail in other words all bow your knee he said now all power has been given unto me in heaven and earth if he's got all then that leaves none for anybody else So many Christians think the minute they miss God, they give Satan a right to attack them. But that's error and that's wrong. Now, we that are among Pentecostal charismatic people, that is widespread uh, theology that you can give place to the a get- uh, Paul writes and says, Don't give place. He said, Neither do it. Don't give him any place don't give him any opportunity he cannot take it amen he cannot just come jump on you someone said well he caused this child to be born deformed." that's a lie defective genes and different things like that caused that not because the devil attacked you now if he attacked you it's one of two reasons either because you're ignorant of Jesus' finished work and Satan's total defeat, or are you just deceived and think Satan can get on you anytime God allows him to, or any time that you do something wrong? See, most folks think, well, if I do something wrong, I've given Satan a place, but that's wrong. He has no place. You're like the master now. You are the Christ in the earth. Jesus said, "The evil one comes, and he can't find no place in me." <laughs> Hallelujah. See, praise God. Praise God. So he said, you shall cast out devils. How many of you know you can't cast out anything you don't have authority over? Huh? You can't come down to my house and cast me out of my house. Huh? You can't run me off of my land. You can't do that. How many of you know you've been translated over into the kingdom of Almighty God where Satan has no authority and no rights? Praise God. Praise God. So Christendom, Christendom as a whole, denominational people, full gospel people and all have mixed up the old covenant with the new covenant. I saw an outstanding preacher last night on TV. He had her mixed up just right. He had it mixed up, and he was talking about the devil, how that God put, laid before us, a uh, 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 cursing and blessing. Said he, he laid before Adam, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, the tree of the life. And he had a choice. That's right, that's right. But we are not under any kind of old covenant or any a Adam, dumb Adamic anything. We are under a new kind of a covenant based only on the sacrificial lamb of almighty god that has totally annihilated every single thing that was against god's man god had no intentions of losing his man praise god so Christianum has mixed up the old testament mixed up the gospels mixed up the epistles we've got them all jumbled up He said well ain't that the Bible yeah that's the Bible but find out if you want to interpret it find out who's talking and who's he talking to now that'll that'll clear the whole thing up now if Moses is talking guess what he's talking to old covenant folks if Elijah is talking said yeah can't we use that Uh, the good stuff yes but it's some things in the old covenant like the curse and like sickness and disease and things that came on them because they broke the law. Do you know if they broke the law? The curse came. In the New Testament, Jesus took your curse. See, Christians need to know what. See, they don't have. See, unbelief is not knowing the finished work of the Lord Jesus Christ. Not knowing the total annihilation. Of satan's power over you see anything else bring unbelief well I gave place to the devil what you want to do that for he sure can't take one he can't just come jump on you like that lady came down front they brought up here from Louisiana a couple of weeks ago she said uh she got in front of me I said what you need dear sister she said well the devil jumped on me and, and snatched my arm out of joint I said he did you know, I wanted to ask her how he done that. Did he come in a little red suit? Did he look like he come off an Underwood potted meat can? What did he look like, you know? But I figured she'd have said her husband, you know. But I didn't ask her because I knew uh, uh, if I'd asked her, she'd have lost the whole thing and wouldn't have got her healing. I looked at Brenda. I said, you want it or, I want, or you want me to do it? She said, go ahead. Look, I just recently jabbed her arm like that. If Satan done it, He's an easy, defeated flow. It's the easiest thing in the world to get rid of him. Huh? Look, when Muhammad Ali knocked uh, Sonny Liston out, it ain't no problem for me to whoop Sonny Liston. He can't stand up. I can slap him every time he gets up. He can't do nothing to fall. You know that that's Satan. He's been knocked cold. He's been knocked out for your benefit. His weapons have been destroyed. You know, Sonny Liston never was anything after Clay got through it. He never was anything. every heavyweight was afraid of he He jab a man with a left and, and he knocked him out. He had a, he was powerful man, but Cassius Clay, Sonny, uh, 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 Muhammad Ali knocked him out. He quit. He quit you understand that? Satan quit. Satan quit on the third day when the life and nature of God, when Jesus Christ is raised from the dead, there's nothing Satan can do about it. Why? Because he's got God's life and nature back in him. See, he's the firstborn from the dead. So we don't want to mix up the Gospels. We don't want to mix up the Old Testament. We want to major on the Pauline epistles what was written to the church see if you understand the Pauline epistles you can understand the gospel you understand the epistles, you can understand the Old Testament the sacrifices things they had to do Paul mixes them all in there and and talks about uh, such things as a drink offering a a meal offering different offerings that they've done that Jesus was that offering praise God see in the Old Testament if their offering was accepted by God their covenant contract was intact nothing could stop it so Old Testament people were under the law if they broke the law guess what happened the curse would come turn with me to Deuteronomy 28 Deuteronomy, the 28th chapter. First verse, and if it shall come to pass, if thou shalt hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God to observe and to do all, every bit of them, all the commandments which I command thee this day, that the Lord thy God will set thee on high above all the nations of the earth. Now you've got to do them all. You, if you miss it in one little point, you've done broke the whole show. 15th verse but it shall come to pass if thou will not hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God to observe and to do what? all his commandments well they couldn't keep that they, it didn't work they kept backsliding falling back and everything else all the commandments which I, and his statutes which I have commanded thee this day that all these curses shall come upon thee and overtake thee now I heard a preacher yesterday talk about these curses that come on you that's why the curses on you is because you didn't keep the law didn't keep what God told you you didn't obey well let me tell you something it ain't up to you. It was up to Jesus Christ. That's why we call this thing grace. It wouldn't work in the old covenant, but it wouldn't work now or never will. There's not a one under the sound of my voice that hadn't messed up, broke the law and everything else, but Jesus Christ nailed that law to the cross, praise God. He didn't nail your sin. He'd your sin. But he took the ordinances was against us, all the laws that every man had broken and nailed them to a cross. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Seventeenth verse. Curse shall thy be in the in thy basket, in thy store. Curse shall be the fruit of thy body and the fruit of thy land and the increase of thy kind and the flock of thy sheep. 22nd verse. The Lord shall smite thee with consumption, with a fever, and with this is good curse. Inflammation, extreme burning, with a sword, blasting, mildew. They shall pursue thee until thou perish. Look in the 28th verse. The Lord shall smite thee with madness, blindness, astonishment of heart. 30th verse. Thou shalt betroth a wife and another man lie with her. That's a curse. Thou shalt build a house and thou shalt not dwell therein, thou shalt uh, uh, plant a vineyard and shall not gather grapes thereof. 38 verse, thou shalt carry much seed out into the field and shall gather but little in for the locals shall consume it. See, this is a curse. A lot of people don't understand that Jesus has totally annihilated and finished, Satan and his works he has been destroyed Jesus went through death that he might destroy him that had the power of death that is the devil and deliver them that all their lifetime what lived in fear afraid uh, 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 Satan is gonna get them afraid of Satan uh, uh, I, I, I like job over there he got he got he oh my god maybe my children's gonna do that maybe that and, ha- and he'd make three four five prayers a day about his children and what he greatly feared a lot of times some of these confessions is fear. I don't confess forty times a day Satan ain't gonna steal nothing from me I confess daily bless God I am the blessed of the Almighty God I have authority over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt me praise be unto God hallelujah look over in the 30th chapter Now the reason we're taking a little time with this this morning because there is some stinking thinking out there even among full gospel people thinking about the devil and how powerful he is. Now I talked to a minister last week and he's over thousands of preachers. And he told me, he said, Satan has no authority, but he's got plenty power. Well, where did he get it? Huh? See, that, that's carried over right out of this Old Testament, right out of the Gospels, where we see Jesus have to deal with the devil everything. Uh, listen, I'm telling you why it's easy to cast out a devil now. He's defeated. Because I've got authority. In Jesus' name, he has to go. He does not even have a choice. I had a devil one time tell me. He said, we're not leaving. I just want to laugh. I thought that was a joke. He'd get on TV, comedy show with that. Hey, Amen, that's a joke. You mean to tell me you ain't going to leave? Ha, ha, ha. Upon you. Hallelujah. Ain't nothing you can do but leave. Now, 30th chapter of Deuteronomy, look in the uh, 19th verse. See, this is charismatic full gospel teaching. But who's speaking? It's speaking about what? The old covenant and the law. See, Moses wrote, wrote these books. He's talking about what God told him. Now, if they broke the law, these curses would come. But we're not under the law. We are under grace. You know, Paul writes such things. He said, you're not under the law, but under grace. How shall you continue on in sin? If, man, you don't have to even continue on in thinking about sin. See, God wants you to have a conscience that you ain't ever been a sinner, that you don't have nothing to do with sin. Hallelujah. Do you know if you're afraid of something gonna come on you all the time guess what it'll do you're afraid you're gonna miss it afraid if I do this Satan will have a a right to attack now you might give him place but you can't give him a right 19 first I call heaven and earth to record this day against you now this is against you See, against me no but against those people that were under it. But see, we brought this over into the new covenant, and this is not new covenant. I call heaven and earth to record this day against you that I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore choose life that both thou and thy seed may live. See, they had a choice. Bless God, we've done made a choice. We've got life. We've got God's life, God's nature. Hallelujah. 20th verse. That thou mayest love the Lord thy God and that thou mayest obey his voice and that thou mayest cleave unto him. Well, I don't have to cleave unto him. He lives in me. I've done cleave. Amen. You can call me cleave, man. Hallelujah. And that thou mayest cleave unto him. For he is thy life and the, le- and the length of thy days that thou mayest dwell in the land which the Lord sware unto thy fathers. How many of you know you got a better covenant than Abraham? We don't live under that old Abrahamic covenant. Thy fathers, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, give, the, give unto them. Bless God, I'm not under this. He didn't set before me life and death, blessing and cursing. Do you know? Jesus set before you one thing, good news. The life and nature of God has been opened unto you, praise God, and I received it there in hell for you, and it belongs to every man on the face of this earth, even the heathen, for God so loved the world. Amen. Many have received him. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. So the old covenant, not for us, does not pertain to us, you say, how come you'll quote scriptures out of the Old Testament? If they're a blessing. See, he said before me blessing. That the blessing of Abraham might come on me. Not the curse. See, Christians don't understand that. I- I've heard great ministers stand up and say, Look, God set before you blessing and cursing. I've set before you life and death. Choose life. Don't be dumb and choose death. I've heard them say it a many times. I don't care if you're dumb. If you're a dumb truck, just find out one thing. The God ain't set before you anything but Jesus. He has not sent, set before you favor. This promise is unto you and your whole household. Amen? Hallelujah, hallelujah. Well, turn over to Galatians, the third chapter. Say, I can quote that, I can too, but we're going to read it. How come we're gonna read it? Because people don't understand. You might tell them forty times, and still not understand. Like that lady came down. Old lady, she. I said, oh, "We'll raise your hand." She said, "I can't. I can't." She said, uh, 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 "Satan jumped on me and snatched my arm out of joint. I can snatch his joint out of out of." I can snatch him sideways. You understand that? He's fearful of you. Do you know that Satan would be through on planet Earth right now if people found out the finished work of Christ? They don't know it. If they found out who they are, he'd be through. He'd be through. He wouldn't, he wouldn't, there wouldn't be famines in, in uh, India and Africa and all that kind of stuff. You say, how come they've that, that away? He must have power. No, he's got deception, and he's caused men to uprise and fight against their own people. Influence through ignorance and deceiving people. Galatians 3. Now, God didn't set before you the curse. Why? Galatians 3 Christ has redeemed us from the curse of what? The law. Do you know that law was a curse? It carried with it a penalty of a curse. It put you in jail. Do you understand that? You'd be locked up and held in captivity. Jesus, he'd say such things that my people go into captivity because they're ignorant. They have no knowledge. Lack of knowledge has destroyed my people. What will, what will bring them to the full Knowledge of the truth. See, we need to expose Satan's defeat. We need to know that Jesus completely defeated him. Not halfway. Amen? Where I'm concerned, see, when you get your head renewed on healing or anything else, it does not make sense that I'm sick. That's ignorance. See, gone to see. See, I have a thinking, bless God. My thinking said, by stripes I'm ill. It don't make sense that I'd be sick, down out, or broke. All, that don't make sense. I've been redeemed from whatever the curse of the law brought. If you did not keep the whole law and broke it in just one thing, you're guilty of the whole thing. Well, I ain't guilty of nothing. He wants us to purge our conscience from dead works trying to keep the law unto. Serving the living God, hallelujah, that I can serve Him out, I want to, not have to. Fear, you know, you, you, you bring people in and, 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 and scare them into salvation. Oh, hell ain't half full. Oh, hell's hot. And scare someone with hell, you ain't got nothing but a scared Christian. You ain't got nothing. I ain't never seen one of them out there, hill of beans. My God. Have bumper stickers on turn right or get left oh my god I mean uh, uh, Christians will have them on their on their bumpers I seen one of them on one uh, old truck one time I started just rammer ignoramus no telling how many heathens seen that and, and think well my God God's against me see 13 first Christ has past tense Redeemed us from the curse. We read over there some of that curse. Sickness, heart trouble, bad eyes, your wife, husband leaving you. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. Build a house and someone else stay there. See, Christ hath redeemed us from the curse of the law. See, what if it wasn't any law? Thanks. You know, I know it's Sunday morning. I know you about half rusted up. need to get a little can of WD-40 and skeet it in both sides of your ear. Amen. Let them cogs get, you know. How long since you thought? Well, I, when I was in school in 11th grade, I quit. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us. Now, if he's been made a curse for us, then I don't... How many of you going to have to pay for your sins? Huh? Well, that's dumb, isn't it? It's still dumb to pay for sickness. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us. So he didn't set no curse before us. He set it before Jesus Christ, and he took it. He took the what? The curse of the law. Now, get that in your head. See, someone thinks the curse, anything, it comes. You know, most things come to you as your own fault. Huh? Someone had a wreck, and they said, look, a, 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 a preacher, Pentecost preacher told me, he said, man, look what Satan called. He did. I thought it was a blowout. I thought it was an old piece of tire. Huh? Huh? may pop tires blowed out. Accidents happen things happen you ever cut your say, oh look what the devil no you made a mess leg see people don't think amen fall down said Oh, the devil put a broke leg no ain't he put nothing on him? if he is as powerful as most Pentecost people think they need to be serving him rather than God because he's got way more power than God because he's always putting something on him. amen If he's all that powerful and can put everything on, then we need to change God. You know, like we are singing this morning, there's no God like Jehovah. No, there ain't but one God, and that's Jehovah. There ain't no God but Jehovah. They ain't but one God. That's our almighty Jehovah God who's our Father, that who is for us and will not, will not allow Satan to tempt us above that which we can stand but made a way to escape. Praise God. Whatever comes up, I can get out of it. Hallelujah. He he ain't got nothing that ain't common to man. He ain't got no supernatural something he's going to put on you. He said well I've heard of voodoo and I've heard of zombies yeah but you ain't gonna yield to such things as that he said for you not to give place neither give him any place he cannot take a place he can't just run up on you and you're walking down the street and just knock you out in the road and get you run over If he did he gun got well some of you now listen to him again Christ hath." H. A. P hath redeemed us from the curse of the law Being made a curse for us, for it's written, curse everyone that hangs on a tree. That's the blessing. See, there's your cursing and blessing. How many of you know that you are of the seed of Abraham? Now he set before Abraham. He set before Moses. He set before Elijah all those men of old. John the Baptist, name them all. He set before them blessing and cursing. But he only set blessing before us because Jesus took the curse. You've got a better covenant established on better promises. See, you've got a covenant made by the Lord Jesus Christ. Who made the covenant? Well, I made a covenant with God. No, you didn't have nothing in it. Someone said, well, the law was my schoolmaster. No, it was not. Paul talking to them Jews. He wasn't your schoolmaster. It was them Jews. You ain't never sat under the law. See? That the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles. How? Through Jesus Christ. That we might receive the promise through faith. Hallelujah. We can receive the promise of this Spirit through faith. There's the promise. We have a promise. What is? if you can have the Spirit of God in you? Well, what if I... Listen, you don't have 14 spirits in you. You don't have three, two, you got one. He that's joined the Lord is one spirit. You have the Spirit of God in you just like Jesus of Nazareth had the Spirit of his Father in him. Amen. You've got God's life, God's nature, and God's victory. Victory is inherent in the receptive when you receive Jesus Christ. It's inherent in your spirit. You got victory. Amen. You know I talk about Muhammad Ali a lot of time. I liked him. I liked, I liked his style. I liked everything. I liked his mouth. I liked him stand up and say who he was. Made most folks mad, especially white folks. Said he's the Louisville Lip. They named him everything else, but he kept winning. You know what? Something was inherited in him. You know he had a girl. She put gloves on. Something's inherited her. She started whooping, folks. Huh? How many of you know you're a son of the Most High God? Amen. Something's inherited in you. Lord, open their eyes to let them see what is the great inheritance they have that you have in the same. You have got something inherited in you. What is it? It's the victory of Jesus Christ. It runs in your genes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. See, now, if you be Christ, then you're Abraham's seed and there is according to promise. Well, I'm Christ. I'm anointed. Can you say amen? Praise God. Most Christians believe if they fail, they give Satan a right to attack them. You don't have to raise your hand, but how many of you ever thought that? How many of you never thought that? Raise your hand. See, everybody's thought that. They misinterpret the scripture over there. Neither give place to the devil. He's right, and don't give him no place. Amen. Now, you might give Satan a place, but you can't give him a right. The blood of Jesus Christ stands for you. See, Amen. Jesus took the curse, therefore the curse is not the problem. It's ignorance in the finished work of Jesus. Ephesians 4:27 said, neither give place to the devil. Amplified said, leave no such room or foothold for the devil. Give no opportunity to him. Don't give him opportunity. He, cannot, he can't run up on you and, and, and pull your arm out of joint. He can't run up on you and just put a cancer on you. So, well, how come Christians die with cancer? Because there was something in in their genes that wasn't right. How many of you know this world ain't what it was? And the longer we live on this planet, the worse diseases and things are going to happen. Not just because of Satan and his system he's got set up of sin, sickness, and disease. Not just on account of that but because we're further away from what God made your physical body to start with the older you get I don't care who you are you need to keep your physical body maintained with the Word of God every day get up and quote you two or three healing scriptures two or three life scriptures I got the God the God kind of life in me that same power that raised Christ from the dead dwells in my mortal physical body. It's making it alive. My outward man may be perishing. Bless God, it may be getting older, but my inward man is renewed day by day and it's keeping alive and making alive my mortal body. Hallelujah! And Satan, you can't do anything about it. You have been totally defeated. Praise God, praise God. Neither give place to the devil. Juan's translation. Don't let anger be carried to the point of sin by nursing it all day. You ever done that? A lot of folks said, well, I'm going to get it right just before dark. You know, the Bible said, don't let the sun go down on your wrath. I'll get it right just. No, that ain't right. Don't let anger be carried to the point of sin by nursing it all day. It is when we are in a sulky frame of mind that the devil has his greatest opportunity so you give give him place how much by swelling up getting mad at your wife, getting mad at the kids getting mad at something and selling up about it amen i'd rather be around some uh, an old dog that bite than i had one just say sold up amen cotton pack said don't give in one inch to the devil so you have to give in he can't take apart he can't just do anything he can't just come jump on you anytime he wants to see that lady that prayed for the other day she said Satan said the devil jumped on me and snatched my arm out of place I don't know I'd like to ask her and I will one of these days she'll be here and I'll ask her you know that's where I get a lot of my sermons. I ask folks, how did Satan jump on you? To hear her tell it, she's just walking down the street and he's running a there and jerked her arm out of sight. He can't do that. He, how can he do it? That would be supernatural. There is no temptation befalling you except that which is common to man, including witchcraft and voodoo. Common command now i know that people have yielded themselves to the devil and can supernaturally do things i mean they they do a lot of things but i ain't gonna yield to him i'm gonna unyield to him hallelujah i got some meanness in me Do you know that i got some meanness that come with being born again that i'm not going to put up with the devil I'm not gonna live under fear of what the devil can do hallelujah I'm not gonna I don't give him any place if I fail ten thousand times it ain't none of his business that's between me and God he ain't in the kingdom of of God hallelujah you have to give him a right you have to give him an opportunity so Paul writes don't give any place to him don't give in one inch hallelujah by not understanding who you are your righteousness your covenant that Jesus made as the son of man and as the son of God see you have to understand this think like this Jesus one made the covenant so you can't break it can you if you didn't make it you can't break it he made it with God He stood in as the Son of Man and the Son of God. He's the covenant man. Blood flowed from both sides. Hallelujah. This God that took my sin also took the ordinance and the law of commandments and nailed Him to the cross. It's over. Where there's no law, there ain't no sin. See, that's why God wants you to think. See, Pentecost folks, oh, my God, he'll have them sinning. Well, I don't think I'm the one having them sinning. They'll do all right on their own. Hallelujah. Amen. If you can't break, uh, turn with me while we're close over to Hebrews, uh, the 12th chapter. Most Christians believe this, that we're saved by faith but I have to maintain my righteousness by the way I live I must maintain living right and all this you understand that see I still ignorant in the finished work of Jesus you say it's all right just live any way you want to if you just live any way you want to something's wrong with your experience with God 12th chapter of Hebrews we put the lock up. No, bless God. He took the curse out of the way. The prison door's been open. It swung wide open and he don't even have a gate on it. Hallelujah. I'm free anytime I want to. If I want to walk out from under an old habit, I walk out. As Satan Well Satan's put something on me. No, he ain't put something on you. Not unless you let him. Hallelujah unbelief in the finished work of Christ unbelief in Satan's total defeat gives place to the devil not a right but a place don't give him no right you can't give him a right the only way he'd have a right if the blood of Jesus Christ was removed from the mercy seat and it's going to be keep speaking keep speaking throughout eternity Hallelujah. 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 So, unbelief in the finished work. Hallelujah. That he has carried me through the death, burial, and resurrection. Now, I have ascended to the very throne room of Almighty God. This day, the defeat of Satan is total and complete. You ain't got to finish defeating Satan. He's finished. He's finished. He throwed the tile in. Amen. Turn to Colossians, the first chapter. Y'all getting anything out of this? If one thing I want you to get when we leave here, I ain't afraid of the devil and nothing he can do. I saw a girl that was saved and fooled with voodoo. Said, Now watch this. I'm going to make my husband leave his job out at Inscope. And he'll be here at 2 o'clock. He didn't get off four. He walked off his job. He couldn't, and he can't. Why? Because they've been exercising their self with the devil. Now, the only way he's got any, see, he can deceive are through ignorance. That's all he can do with you. But we're not ignorant. Paul said, do not be ignorant of Satan's devices. I said, I'd like you to try that on me. I'd sure like you to try that on me. I'll go to the house and be asleep. You won't wake me up and the devil ain't gonna come in my house. Huh? And gonna do what? Huh? She made him one time, said when he gets home today, he's gonna be craving spaghetti. Well, that had to be an idiot. It liked spaguettes. come home craving baguette. It. amen make me crave it you can't make me do nothing hallelujah I cast the devil out of and she couldn't baguette it anymore you understand that hallelujah got saved got filled with the Holy Ghost amen a greater one has come upon the scene a greater one than anything the devil has. A greater one lives on the inside of you. A one that's God that's got all power and all glory and all the supernatural power. Satan has no rights or privileges. Colossians, the first chapter, 12th verse. Giving thanks unto the Father which has made us what? Able to be partakers of the inheritance. We got something inherited in us. What is it? God. What's in us? Victory. It's inherited in our genes. Let me tell you something. You know they can take dogs and, and, and breed dogs and, and, and breed a dog where, where he'll lock up and point. That's in his genes. Bless God, I'll lock up on Satan in a heartbeat, bless God. I got something on the inside of me that'll cast him out. That's something on the inside of me. I'm looking for him. I'm looking to take up serpents, not them take me up. I've been translated. 13 first. Who had, past tense, delivered us from the power of darkness? Any darkness? Ought not be. You know, actually, it ought not be any sick among us. He didn't say go lay hands on the church. Who hath delivered us from the power of darkness and hath translated us into the kingdom of His dear Son in whom we have redemption through His blood, even the forgiveness of sin. Praise God, hallelujah. All sin. He didn't forgive you of just your sin in the past. Sin is past, present, future. It's been handled. If there is no law that says I've broken it, then how am I going to break the law? Do you believe that? Do you believe Jesus nailed the law to the cross? He closed your bank account. Amen. Colossians 2, 13. And you being dead in your sins and uncircumcision of your flesh, didn't have a covenant, hath he quickened, made alive together with him, having forgiven you heart some of your trespasses. No, it can't be right. Because if I sin, Satan will get on me. I'll, I'll have the curse on me. They see, that's erroneous teaching. That's not Bible. That's belittling the work of Christ. That's not understanding. The total redemptive work that he has performed and not understanding that he has totally annihilated and defeated Satan. Someone shout Amen. amen. Hallelujah. 15th verse said he spoiled. Well, read the rest of that uh, uh, 14th verse. Blotting out the handwriting of the ordinances that was against us, all the law, all the ordinances, which was contrary to us and took it out of the way and nailed it to his cross. He didn't nail the sin to the cross. He buried the sin, but he nailed the book. He nailed the ordinances. Fifteenth verse, and having spoiled, what? Principalities and powers. He made a show of them openly, triumphing over them in it. Hallelujah. New English Bible, thirteenth verse, said he has forgiven us all sins. Uh, Twentieth century said he pardoned all sins. Cotton back said he freely forgave us all wrongdoing all your wrongdoing has been forgiven Fourteen, uh, 14th verse Philip said "See blotting out the handwriting he said Christ has utterly wiped out the damning evidence of broken laws ordinances broken laws and commandments which always hung over our head afraid I break the law afraid I do something wrong That'll give place the devil will get on my children, my wife, my husband, my family. Little kitty, if I do something wrong, he's got a right to steal my family. He ain't got no rights where you are concerned. The curse has been annihilated. He blotted them out. There's no record of you ever even being a sinner. Not even a record of you ever, not even a record. There ain't even a tombstone where the old man you used to be was. There's nothing even said you've ever been connected to darkness. You know, folks get up and give a testimony about how they connected to this and how they're on dope and how they don't talk about a dead man. I don't care to hear all that. Law back. God cries out the whole debt against us. You know, God's the great I am. He's not the great Hazza or the great Gona. He's the great Issa. He is right now. It's always now with Him. When you sin, that's now. If you've done it today, five minutes ago, last year, or that you're going to, ten years from now, it's been handled. If it hadn't, Jesus had to go back to the cross. He ain't going back to the cross. Lawback said, God crossed out the whole debt against us in His account book. He no longer counts the laws that we had broken. He nailed the account book to the cross and closed the account. You ain't got no account. Why should you have an account when Jesus took the sin? Why should you have an account when it was laid on him? Why should you be uh, under a labor afraid you're going to do something wrong when everything that God did for you, he put it on Jesus Christ, and you're totally free? You're free from any 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 him writing anything. Only record he got of you is in the Lamb's book of life. And that said you've got his life, his name, and you've got his ability. Jerusalem Bible. He has overridden the law. And canceled every record of the debt that we had had to pay. He has done away. With it, by nailing it to the cross, the law's been nailed. Turn with me to Romans, Romans the uh, uh, fourth chapter. Romans the fourth chapter. Look in the fifteenth verse. It said because the law worketh wrath, for where no law is, there's no transgression. <laughs> <laughs> See, you've got to understand, something. The work of Jesus Christ was complete. He set us free to serve the living God now. I don't have to worry about sin. I don't have to worry about breaking the law. Well, if you broke one ounce of the law, you're guilty of the whole thing. Well, I don't care. I broke them all. Man, before I got saved, I exhausted the subject of sin. Do you understand that? But bless God, one morning, July the 10th, 1976, Jesus Christ walked into my living room and the man connected to sin, he killed him, annihilated him, and now I'm a brand new creation that ain't never been a sinner. Never connected to sin. Baptist theologian, Barclay, law and wrath are bound to go hand in hand. But where no law exists, There can be no such thing as a breach of the law. If it ain't no law, you can't break it. If it ain't no law, you cannot break it. Philip said, For we have already noted that the law can produce no promise, only the threat of wrath to come. And indeed, if there's no law, now listen to this, This it's good. This man understood the Greek." This is what the Greek said. He he, he started translating, uh, uh, old Philip started translating the New Testament. He wasn't even saved. He got to reading that and said, this ain't the same Bible. This ain't what I've been hearing. Man, I want this Jesus. This Jesus had authority. He wasn't no wimp. Now listen to it. For we have already noted that the law can produce no promise, only the threat of wrath to come. And indeed, if there be no law, the question of sin would not arise. It wouldn't arise. The question of sin would not arise. See, people live under a sin conscious. Kind of like most Pentecostal people, they think if they ain't squall their people out three times a week, they ain't had a good service. Call them down to the altar. Oh, my God. Oh, you need to repent. I don't repent. I don't have to repent of something Jesus has already took for me. Hallelujah. I don't come down here squalling and bawling and slanging and snot. Ah, I'm such an old sinner. Wash me clean, Lord. He's done washed you clean. You don't know the finished work of Jesus. You're an embarrassment to God. You are a belittlement to what Jesus did in the death, burial, and the resurrection. You say, well, what if I sin? Well, confess it and head on. Don't hang around failure. That'd be the dumbest thing in the world. Remind God every day, Lord, forgive me of my sin. You know, I've done something in, in 39. I wish you'd forgive. No. Amen? Well, Lord, you know, it must be something I don't even know about, but would you forgive me of it? That is dumb. That is being sin conscious, failure conscious, not knowing the defeat of Satan nor the finished work of who you are, praise God. Hallelujah. I'm going to read that one more time. I want you to get it because it's a little different. But we've already noted the law cannot produce the promise, only the threat of wrath. The law can't do nothing but prove. it's a threat there. if you don't if you don't do the law I'm gonna get you boy the curse is gonna come on you you break the law and see what happens live under a consciousness of sin all the time something hanging over their head but Jesus took that was hanging over our head and annihilated it folks we ain't got nothing hanging over our head past present our future Only the threat of wrath to come. And indeed, if there were no law, what Paul's writing here in Romans, was no law, the question of sin would not arise. There would be no question of sin if there was no broken law. If the law has been broken, Jesus annihilated the law. He nailed it to the cross. It's gone. Hallelujah. While we're close there, turn over to Hebrews, the ninth chapter. Ninth chapter. Hallelujah. (coughs) Look in the uh, 14th verse. 12th verse, says, not by the blood of goats and calves, but by his own blood he entered in once into the heavenly holy of holies. 13th verse, For if by the blood of bulls and goats, ashes of heifer, the sprinkling of the unclean, sanctified the purifying of the flesh, how much more? Shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal Spirit offered himself without spot, purge your conscience from what? Dead works, the law. Dead works. Purge yourself from worrying about the dead law and the broken law to serve the living God. Hallelujah. 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 15th verse, and for this cause. He, Jesus, is the mediator of a new covenant that by means of death he might redeem uh, uh, means of death for the redemption of the transgressions. He's done redeemed you from any transgression that were under the first testament, under the law that were called might receive the promise of eternal inheritance. But where a testament is there must also be death of the testator. Jesus died. It's in effect folks, for a testament is enforced after men are dead. Amen. Hallelujah. Turn back uh, uh, turn back to Romans, the third chapter. y'all getting anything out of this? The reason I'm going over it a little bit slow is cause. Uh, uh, it's a little bit, you know I want you thinking right about it. Third chapter of Romans, the twentieth uh, verse. therefore, by the deeds of the law, there shall no flesh be justified in his sight. But <laughs> well, how many of you know you've been justified? How many of you know you've been glorified? Huh? For by the law is the knowledge of sin. See, what does he want you? He wants you to purge your conscience from the law and dead works to serve the living God. You can't serve God if you think you're some kind of forgiven sinner. You can't serve God if you're afraid you're going to fail and give place to the devil. Hallelujah. You can't do that. You've got to understand my God's for me, not against me. He ain't, set, he ain't called the world, heaven and earth, together against me. That's old covenant. That was men that were not born again. I'm in his family. I'm in the will of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah hallelujah therefore by the deeds of the law there shall no flesh be justified in his sight well I'm justified made righteous set apart sanctified Jesus been made unto me wisdom righteousness and sanctification I have been made in righteousness and true holiness not something of the law not what I have done, not by the works of the law, but by his own blood. He entered in one time into the heavenly holy and obtained eternal, everlasting redemption for us. Sin ain't got no place in our life. 28th verse. Therefore, we conclude that a man is justified by faith without the deeds of the law. <laughs> Hallelujah, hallelujah See, you understand something The law's been abolished Huh? It's been abolished He nailed it to the cross Amen? That's what heathens need to live by That's what he wrote for heathens We're not heathens Thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not steal Hallelujah Understand? Praise God Turn back over to Colossians again Second chapter. Colossians, the second chapter, <coughs> 15th verse. Having spoiled principalities and powers, he made a show of them openly, triumphing over them in it. He made a show of them openly. All the demonic forces in hell, in this earth, in the atmosphere, know they are defeated. It's the church that don't know anything. The church don't know. Oh, the devil made me do that. Oh, the devil put this on me. Oh, the devil stole my money. Ah, blown it. Griever. He has disarmed the powers and authorities of hell, exposing them to open disgrace, triumph over them in the person of Christ. Now do you know what Ephesians 4.8 says? Said when he ascended on high, now listen to me. He said when Jesus ascended on high, he led captivity captive. He led those demonic rulers before God the Father and said, They're defeated. Hallelujah. It's been accepted by the Supreme Court of the universe. I mean, He is cast out. He has no authority. I mean, God the Father has already okayed this thing. TNT, Translators New Testament. Their Christ stripped demonic rulers and authorities of their power. Cotton Pack said, and having frisked, you know what frisk somebody? Shake them down. And having shook down, having frisked the top brass and power boys, all of them the top brass and those with any power, made them prisoners of war and publicly exposed them. living Bible said in in this way God took away Satan's power to accuse you of sin I like that huh if the law has been annihilated where is the sin? if there's no law there's no you can't break the law you can't break something that does not exist in this way took living Bible said took away Satan's power to accuse you of sin And God openly displayed to the whole world, Christ, triumph at the cross where your sins were all taken away. Hallelujah. Jesus has exposed Satan for what he is. Powerless, his weapons are nil and nothing. His weapons are ignorance and deception only. So don't give in through ignorance. If you don't know what's happening to you, an attack has come. Someone said there's something kind of, something's attack. You know what? I got off down in the bottom the other day, and I was fishing just before daylight, and I was attacked. I was raking mosquitoes off from everywhere. I didn't kill them. I was raking them off. You know what, what come to my mind? I know that to be the devil. He said, the West Nile flew. The West Nile flew. And I said, hallelujah. Jesus took West Nile Flute. He took, so what do I care about the West Nile Flute? See, that don't make sense where I was raised. Hebrews 2.14, he went through death. That he might destroy, destroy, destroy him that had the power of death, that is the devil. Jesus' work, his defeat of Satan is finished and complete. He's won. He's now champion. He's now king of all of them. He's king of kings and lord of lords. Can you say amen? Hallelujah. 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 Turn back to Isaiah. I'm going to read two or three more scriptures, and if you don't like it, get up and go. (laughs) Isaiah. Some of them squirming there like them bad. Just going to beat you down there at the Burger King. They got out 30 minutes ago. Isaiah, the 14th chapter now. When you get it, Hallelujah! amen. Keep turning. I can quote it back, backwards, forward, sideways, and everything else. Isaiah 14, starting the 12th verse. <coughs> How art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer? <laughs> Up on him. <laughs> Jesus said, I saw him. I said, I put that on the, on the button. Man, he fell like lightning. His knees buckled. Hallelujah. How art thou fallen, o, uh, fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? how thou cut down to the ground which did weaken the nations for thou hast said in thy ignorance in thy heart i'll ascend into heaven and i exalt my throne above the stars of god i will sit upon the mount of the congregation in the sides of the north i will ascend above the heights of the clouds i will be like the most high now he's a full-blood redneck devil ain't he huh this sucker right here is dumb. He can't pass kindergarten. He's come against Almighty God. Said, I'm on a, What are you going to do? I'll ascend above the heights of the clouds. I'll be like the Most High God. 15th verse. Yet thou shalt be brought down to hell. <laughs> to the sides of the pit. Now listen to him. They that see ye shall narrowly. Look upon thee. That's a a Mississippi redneck term. said, He ain't narrowly going to look on you. We ain't even going to narrowly look on you. And consider thee, saying, Is this the man that made the earth to tremble and did shake kingdoms? That made the world as a wilderness and destroyed the cities thereof that opened not the house of his prison? You mean that's him? Why that thing was 11 moles on his nose hallelujah and his pointed it you mean that thing shook nations and I put up with him and he ain't nothing amen hallelujah I was in a Pentecostal church one one time denominational Pentecost real fine brother could preach he's a good preacher but he didn't know much about the word he died at 47. Uh, he did not believe in what we taught about faith or healing. He said, that's pie in the sky. That ain't. But they had testimony meeting. They don't think they had church. They have testimony. And his daughter got up squalling. Yeah. Yeah. And had a hankie, Yeah. She said, she said, I've been running the devil all week. I thought, well, I ought to be shouting about that. She said, I've been running and he's been after me. And she said, ah, ah, I said, sometimes I can feel his old hot breath down my neck. I thought, well, ain't this pivot? The preacher's girl. She's married, got two or three kids. She said, "Ah," uh, said, all week. Said, ah, uh, he's been cold trailing me. I know she's been hanging around in coon hunt. Ah, she hollered. Ah, sounded like Jerry Clyde. Ah, he's after me. Ah, i been cold trailing me. I thought, well, one the Bible said, why don't you turn on him, resist the devil, and he'll flee. And them old sisters got the old snot rag out, went to slinging them like that's going to help something. They were slinging them white hands. Ah. ah, help her, Lord. Oh, Lord, get the devil off. Oh, my God. You pray, get the devil off for 40 years, and he ain't going to do it. said, you resist the devil. See, people thinking, oh, my. Oh my, cold trailing me. I got him on the run. Yeah, I'm running and he's running me. No, no, no. Now turn with me over to Big John. I'm going to read one more scripture and I might close. Y'all get anything out of this this morning? Hallelujah. 14th chapter, Big John. How many of you got your shouting clothes on? because whatever shape Jesus is in that's the shape you're in 30th verse hereafter I'll not talk much with you, talking to his disciples for the prince of this world cometh and hath nothing in me he ain't got nothing in me (laughs) hallelujah, 20th century has nothing in common with me, see you ain't got nothing in common with the devil, you got something that's got authority over him, it's called the life and nature of almighty God Moffat said has no hold on me he's coming but he ain't got no hold on me but something got a hold on me the victory of Jesus the victory of God hallelujah Revised Standard said he has no power over me he's totally defeated he went to the cross Jesus did as my substitute as my champion as my stand in See, if Christianity would ever find out the finished work of Jesus if they'd ever accept who they are in Christ, Satan would be through on planet Earth. It'd be over, It'd be over. It'd be all over but to shout. Folks come to church shout. They'd be on the street corner shout. Hallelujah. They take authority over every turn. Everything he tried. Amen. Well, glory. You get anything out of this this yeah. morning? Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. I'd have to have some more water if I'd appreciate it. <laughs> Stand up on your feet.